Hello and welcome to the Empowerment Project podcast with me, your host, Katrina Sabrin. A few years ago, I found myself in a really dark and negative place, having no clue what my purpose or identity was outside of being a mum. I was unemployed, depressed, lacked confidence and had no self-esteem and had no clear path for my future. The world of mindset and manifestation came along when I needed it the most and my life did a complete 360. I manifested my dream house, marriage and discovered my purpose and calling and live a life that I truly love. Now I make it my mission to share my teachings and experiences to empower you to have your very own transformation. From this podcast, you can expect simple strategies, practices and tools that will give you the confidence, belief and mindset to create the life of your dreams. Hey, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of the Empowerment Project podcast. Today, we are on episode 24, My Spiritual Awakening. In today's episode, we're going to have a discussion about something I've been wanting to speak about for a while now, but I've really kind of found myself holding back on this topic. So today's episode is going to be all about my spiritual awakenings, because they are multiple, and also the signs that you may experience if you are having a spiritual awakening in your own life. So like I said, this is something that I've been wanting to speak about for a while, but I've found myself holding back on it. And when I sat with this, and really thought about like, why are you not speaking out about this? Like, I'm quite a vocal person, <laughs> as you may or may not have realized by now. I think it was because I felt kind of like unqualified to talk about the topic. Like I'm by no means a guru who've, who has reached like this heightened state of enlightenment. However, I kind of come to the realization that I do not have to be a complete expert on this topic or any field in order to speak about something. Like I don't have to have everything all figured out. And I feel like it is important that I feel comfortable enough to speak about my own personal experiences and the things that are relevant to me in my life as I'm going through them and as my journey like goes on. Um, yeah, I just feel like you don't like sometimes we think that we we can't talk about stuff unless we are like the perfect person to talk about it and have like this perfect knowledge. But let's face it, perfection does not exist and no one is, like I said so many times, no one is this like end perfect polished result. Like you don't just arrive in life. Like we're always on a constant evolution and this growth journey. So I want to add a caveat to this by saying that I personally believe that spirituality can mean a lot of things to different people. So for me, it is believing that we are connected to a higher power, be it God, be it source, the universe, or your higher self. Like it's it's having the belief that there is something bigger outside of ourselves, like working behind the scenes to support and co-create our lives with us. And this power is basically something that is available to, for all of us to call on, to ask for the support and to ask for the guidance and the help when we need it. Spirituality to means also like to me means connecting to our own divine power connecting with nature and honoring our mind our bodies and soul because I I really feel like it's all connected it's utilizing the earth and mother nature to bring us balance wellness and to heal our minds and bodies and also realizing that the power that we are seeking is all within us it's tapping into our unlimited potential and connecting to our calling and purpose in life and to operate from a place of love and kindness so basically that is my definition of spirituality 
But like I said, I most certainly haven't got it all figured out, but I definitely am evolving on this journey. And that's what it is. It is a journey where I'm continuously learning and evolving. So it wasn't, I wouldn't describe my spiritual awakening as this one-off incident that then went on to cause this awakening. I feel like I've had multiple awakenings over the last few years. So let's go back to the beginning. So I really feel like when we go through adversities in our life and we go through these dark periods, it's so we can discover our light. As you may or may not know, I suffered quite badly with my mental health over the years and particularly after having my son, it reared his ugly head again. I was diagnosed with postnatal depression and anxiety and found myself desperately seeking a way to feel better. Like I'd obviously gone to my GP and I just feel like whenever you kind of go to general practitioners, don't get me wrong, there are some amazing ones out there, they just automatically want to push meds at you. And I just thought, right, okay, so you have this, but that's gonna that's kind of like a band-aid. So yeah, I can plaster it on, but obviously there's something deeper going on inside that I need to kind of figure out. So I felt like what happened next was fate. So I remember sitting there scrolling on my on my Facebook and then this advert popped up on my social media. And it's from a mindset coach who was running like this free mindset masterclass. And I was like, oh, something inside me, it was like something inside me knew this was something that I needed to show up for. And this was like my first encounter with coaching. I literally thought that it was something that was reserved for the rich and famous in like LA or California. I had no idea that hiring a coach was now common practice and coaches could be used by pretty much everyone and anyone for anything actually. And during this masterclass, I was just instantly drawn to her energy. And I found it fascinating to learn more about how the subconscious mind worked and how I could basically determine my reality by gaining a better understanding of my mind and how I could also train my mind to develop a better mindset that was going to work like better for me in life and empower me more. So after this masterclass had finished, I immediately signed up to her membership group. Over time, and by putting in the work and doing like the inner work, I began to slowly heal my mind and my body through mindfulness, mindset work, and spiritual practices such as journaling, meditation, yoga, and rewiring my limiting beliefs. Over the years, I would say it was definitely safe to say that I felt like I was a victim to life circumstances at many points in my life, but I soon learned that life was actually happening for me, not to me. For the first time in a long time, I just felt really hopeful for my future. I was soon introduced to the world of manifestation by one of her guest coaches that she had on for this particular month, and it blew my mind. Wow. Like It basically just opened up this whole new world of possibility for me. I remember a friend of mine like years ago speaking to me about like the law of attraction and the secret, but I just wasn't receptive to manifestation as a concept back then. I remember thinking, oh, this is just a load of flipping mumbo jumbo. But this time was different. Like It hit me differently. Learning that I wasn't in this on my own and that I could co-create my life with the universe, I just felt so supportive and it felt so empowering to me. And I decided that I was going to put my faith into what I was learning. Something deep inside me told me to just trust and have faith. Like I had no proof at this time that the law of attraction and manifestation was something that was like 
could be a possibility for me. I had no, I had no proof that it could work for me, but something told me like, just have faith and trust in this new, this concept. My faith was then strengthened when I discovered that I could actually manifest. And boy, like I said, it blew my mind. So my first big manifestation, and I will say this is pretty early on into my journey, was £10,000 on the dot. £10,000. I was just like, I remember when I realised it happened, I was shaking. You have to be aware that like things can happen and come to you. Sometimes you think, okay, I'm going to manifest something to come to me in this by by like this revenue but it could turn out to be something completely different so you'd have to be really really open so I've also manifested a strong and healthy marriage between myself and my husband at one point there we were just like at rock bottom we were so far removed from each other there were so many kind of like battles that we were going through and we were going through like really testing times. So I wasn't sure that we, our marriage would even, or actually technically wasn't married at that time, but I wasn't sure that our relationship would last. I manifested our dream four bed, brand new family home, which was by far my biggest manifestation. I've spoken about this in more detail. I think it was like episode five of the podcast. And at the time I decided that I wanted to manifest the house, like the audacity in me, I was like, I was unemployed. Like we had no money. (laughs) I was on mat leave. My maternity pay had ended. I had no income. But as promised, the universe really did work to present to me the people, the opportunities, the circumstances, the aha aha moments and the light bulb moments that I needed to make this dream like my reality. Like I was able to manifest it. This combined with like the aligned and inspired action that I took, remember, because obviously manifestation is a co-creation process made one of my biggest dreams my reality like it was so so important to me to manifest this house like for for so many reasons for so so many reasons like I said I'll go into more detail but it was a really like emotional thing for me and I really kind of like connected to that manifestation and I do feel like that's one of the one of the reasons that it it happened for me I also manifested incredible health. Like again, I've spoken about this in a previous episode, but I was diagnosed with a back injury. Um, So an MRI that I had showed that I had disc dehydration, disc herniation, extruded disc fragment, canal spinal stenosis, severe recess stenosis and nerve impingement like in my back. There have been times when I've been flat out on the floor, crying in excruciating pain, not being able to pick up my babies or even walk, okay? Two weeks before my wedding, I didn't even think I'd even be able to make it down the aisle. Like, I'd bought flats. I was in so much pain. My mum had to help me in and out the car to go to, like, the physiotherapist. But now my body is so strong and so healthy. I'm able to work out. I lift weights. I do yoga. I walk on a daily basis. And last weekend, like honestly, I am taking this as like a, a real win. <laughs> I beat a seven-year-old alongside my daughter and some of my friends and was crowned the winner of the cereal cereal box game. Like if you know, you know, like honestly, if you haven't played it, play it. It's so, it's so, it's so much fun. But I flipping won. 
and that goes to show that goes to show that like this stuff is incredible and this was done without medication as well I will add so I refused to continue taking like because I was prescribed naproxen which is a really really strong anti-inflammatory med and it just I swear I was allergic to it like I had such an extreme reaction to it I was put on really strong pain meds at first like diazepam and the doctors were like literally just pushing it to me on like this long-term basis I was like I cannot take all these medications like on an ongoing basis I have to figure out something else so like I said don't get me wrong in the initial stages because the pain was so excruciating and like the nerve impingement oh my god I can't even tell you I needed that I needed those meds but I didn't want to be on medication forever so yeah it doesn't end there when I had an MRI on my back, the doctors basically found like a six centimetre tumour. So I was immediately referred to UCLH Hospital um, in London for investigations. And I was eventually diagnosed with a, teratom- a teratodermoid cyst. So basically, this type of cyst is something that you are born with. Um, and the only way to remove this type of cyst is surgery. Like it can be quite dangerous, especially if it's like it explodes and you have pieces in your stomach. So they were really keen to remove it. Obviously, once it once it reaches a certain size, I think it's anything over five centimeters. They basically want to operate. And honestly, it's disgusting. If you do, if you Google like dermoid cyst, it's something that's made out of like fatty tissues, teeth, hair. It's called like an evil twin. <laughs> I think terra termoid actually means evil twin. I might have just made that up, but I do remember reading about it. Anyway, I was determined that surgery would not be the case for me. Like I wasn't willing to consider surgery as an option for me because I just felt so strong and so healthy. So I began focusing all my attention and my gratitude on good health. And I believe the timing of what I'm about to tell you next was no coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences, okay? So I was running this um, challenge in my Facebook community group, The Empowerment Project, called, like, do you um, know Wanda Byrne, obviously author of The Secret? She also wrote The Magic, and it's an amazing, amazing book. I actually read The Magic and do the challenge every single year, and every year something amazing happens. And this time was no exception. So obviously we've been doing the magic challenge within my Facebook community group. And I, again, have been really focusing on gratitude for my health. Um, and at the same time, around about, like within whilst I was doing this challenge, because it is a 28-day practice, I was contacted by my consultant to attend to the hospital for another scan. So the consultant basically explained that they wanted to check to see if the um, cyst had grown any more in size and to kind of like assess it for surgery, making sure it wasn't like abstracting any kind of like organs or anything like that. As I lay down for the scan, I picked up on this really strange energy from the sonographer. And in that instant, I knew he was going to tell me the sister disappeared. I don't know, don't ask me why this thought just come to me that he was going to say that. It was so, so busy, so, so bizarre. And guess what? I was freaking right. I was right. He said to me, like, are you definitely sure it was here? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like, it's, it's not there, it's gone. I remember just feeling like, oh my God, like, this is flipping unreal. This is a miracle. I left the hospital and I just cried tears of joy. I remember going on my stories and the amount of gratitude I felt for my incredible body. Honestly, it's just, it's amazing. I had further confirmation that it was, that I was given the all clear from my consultant a few weeks later, like she, she wrote to me to confirm. And it was during this time 
obviously when all of this stuff was going on I become really aware of how precious life is and my body like my body was gratitude really forced me to realize just how incredible our bodies really are and yet I treated mine like crap for decades like I'd really spent so many years punishing my body thinking and saying awful things about it neglecting it there have been times where I've done like zero exercise. I put my body through utter turmoil with fad diets, binge eating, binge drinking, eating junk and rubbish, and years, like not just years, decades of smoking and nicotine abuse. I went through times literally where I'd pick holes in my appearance and moaning, moaning about, you know, how round my stomach was and that it wasn't flat enough and how big my bum was and how chunky my thighs felt. And that I wish that I was smaller in size and complained about how my skin wasn't perfect, moaning and constantly complaining about all these perceived imperfections that I had. And it was a huge awakening for me and one that really made me reassess how I was treating myself, my mind and my body. And honestly, like it made me feel quite emotional. Like I'd seen my body as something that I was battling against, but I felt like really protective over it. It's such a, it's, it's a really hard emotion to explain, but I just feel now I'm so protective over my body and I feel like really like kind of like, like a mother, how a mother would look at her child. That's the way that I feel towards my body now. Like I feel really protective over this thing that does so much for me and works in such an incredible way. And I spent, spent all that time just beating myself up over and criticizing something that, it's just a miracle. When you think about how our bodies work, our bodies operate on such an automatic level. It's it's incredible. Like honestly, it is it is incredible. And I found that my body, my body, like when I really sort of become more in tune with my body, it felt like my body then began to reject things that were no good for me. So after years of being like this heavy smoker, and then obviously I um, quit smoking with vaping and vape flipping far more than I ever smoked. I decided that I wanted to quit. And I did. (laughs) I did. I found that also I could no longer tolerate alcohol. It just began to give me anxiety. I hated the way that it made me feel. I felt like I was poisoning my body. Like the hangovers after just a couple of drinks, it just wasn't worth it for me. I stopped like, I stopped enjoying it. Um, I actually stopped drinking in May this year and it's been the best decision for me and I will say it's had zero impact on my enjoyment in life and for me personally there are no benefits anymore for me drinking alcohol like I also want to say like while I'm saying all of this honestly there is no judgment there is no judgment for me like like I said I spent years drinking I spent years flipping um smoking god knows what else like there is no judgment for me but this is just something that I come to the realization that I no longer want to do um and I'm definitely more mindful with what I eat as well um and like I said I'm not perfect by any means I still love a treat I try to eat more natural and whole foods and make cleaner swaps where I can um I also began the process of making switches to low toxic low chemical products um, in our home what we use on our skin and on our bodies Um, And that has been a massive eye-opener, I'm not going to lie, like, honestly, the amount of stuff that I've used and put on my skin and used in my home and all of those things, and you don't realise, these are chemicals, these contain toxic ingredients, and 
when we are putting these things directly on our skin, they are infl- they are infiltrating our bloodstream and you don't realise. But, you know, I'm not here to start preaching, but there is a reason why illnesses, diseases, cancers are all on the rise. Like back in the day, we used to eat so clean. Like it would literally be your meat and two veg. There weren't a lot of these highly processed foods. There wasn't a lot of these chemicals and stuff inside the home but like you you I mean, don't don't get me wrong you cannot do it all like you just cannot do it all but for me making switches where I can is something that feels aligned with what I want for me and my family so I used to think I had allergies right and I had allergies for a while I was at one point I was on like prescribed hay fever tablets like flipping that stays um, steroid nasal sprays and god knows what else and lo and behold since making these changes the allergies have disappeared make of that what you will um i also become less interested in wearing makeup honestly like when i put it on my skin now it's so weird i just cannot wait to get it <laughs> i can't wait to get it off and there used to be a time where i wouldn't even consider leaving the house without wearing makeup so now i'll only kind of like wear it when I go out. So I used to have a real issue with how I saw the skin on my face. I, as a teenager, I was so, so lucky. I had like perfect skin. Like I'm not just picking myself up. I had perfect skin. It was very clear. I didn't go through that teenage spotty phase. Um, when I was pregnant with Olivia, I had acne and I remember going backwards and forwards to the hospital, trying all these different creams and stuff. They left start slight scarring on my face. And then when I fell pregnant with Theo, I then uh, developed melasma and pigmentation. So I've got dark patches on my skin, across my forehead, across my cheeks. Like, it kind of looks like freckles, but, like, more, if that makes sense. And I battled for years trying to cover this pigmentation and melasma up. i become obsessed with using, like, filters on social media. I tried various different facial treatments. And in the end, I just come to disappearance, uh, come to an acceptance. And now I love my skin. I love how it looks. It makes me who I am. It makes me me. So I not only ditched the makeup, I also decided I didn't want to use filters anymore didn't want to use them so I ditched those as well and do you know what it's been one of the most freeing things like no longer having to hide behind this mask because I didn't feel good enough like it is just it's it's really boosted my confidence in a way and I have to say I didn't make all of these changes in one of one go because that just wouldn't have been sustainable it's something I've done gradually over a few years okay so, like I said, I'm more than happy with what we do as a family, and by no means do I try and be perf- this perfectly natural person. Like, I'll still get my lashes done, still get my nails done. We still have, like, chocolate and cake in the house. And whilst Mackie D's is a hell no, because just no, Slim Chickens is always going to be a hell yes, okay? So, for me, it's about making changes that feel good and feel aligned. Perfection does not exist, nor should we try to achieve it. So with these changes that I've made for my body, let's talk about the changes I've made for my mind. Now, during the pandemic, I think it's safe to say that so many of us went through a huge awakening. It was like being hit by a thunderbolt of lightning and it becomes so clear to me that I've been living within this controlled matrix. I'm not going to go too much into this now because it's a whole flipping other episode, but let's just say I had a lot of unlearning to do. Things that I had grown up believing were true, clearly were not. The people I thought could be trusted and who had had best interests at heart clearly didn't. I decided I was going to unsubscribe and switch off from the mainstream media. 
I made the decision that I wasn't going to watch or listen to news anymore. I just felt like over the years, I've been so heavily influenced by the mainstream media that I failed to form my own opinions and literally took everything that was shoved down my throat and pushed out by the media as gospel. I now try and look at things using my own like rational mind rather than blindly accepting the things that I've been told and try and form my own opinion. So each time I've had an awakening, it was like a vow had been lifted like like show like the old black and white TVs. It's like something like switched and now I think was in colour. I could see things so much more clearer than I previously could. And I started to see more beauty in the world as well. Like I know this is going to sound like really airy-fairy, but my connection to nature has just become so deep. Like I will find myself seeing so much fascination and feeling in so much awe of life and the world that we live in. We just have to open our eyes. Like I will just walk and I'll just look at the sky and be like oh my god like how amazing does it look like how how stunning does the moon look tonight and just look at like a skyline and be like wow this just is incredible like I just cannot like it brings me to tears it just fills me with so much emotion it's I don't know it's just it's crazy and obviously it's something that's been around I've grown up with my whole life but it's like I'm seeing it properly for the first time I've also become really in tune with myself. I've developed a much deeper self-awareness. I trust myself more and I feel like I'm more connected to my own intuition now. I have a deeper connection to my calling and my purpose. I know the deep transformation, like obviously coaching and spirituality can have on a person's life, which is now I've made it my uh, make the decision to train to become a coach myself because obviously I'm now I'm a qualified coach and I've made it my mission to help those who have a beautiful gift talent or wisdom get unstuck and get their message out into the world and in front of those that need need it the most with their own businesses so if this is something that is new to you you may be thinking well how will I know if I'm going through a spiritual awakening because I know for me I didn't know what the word actually meant until much later in my journey I certainly didn't realize it during like the early phases or the early stages that I went through so signs of a spiritual awakening can vary from person to person but here are some common indicators okay Number one, heightened awareness. So like I described, you become more aware of your thoughts, your emotions, your surroundings. You become much more in tune with yourself. I developed a deeper self-awareness and developed a deeper connection with nature. Number two, increased empathy. You may feel a stronger connection and empathy towards others. Number three, a desire for inner growth. So you might have a strong urge to explore spirituality and your own personal growth. Number four, questioning beliefs. You may start to question your existing beliefs and seek a deeper meaning. You may not, you may now stop accepting everything as gospel and kind of want to figure stuff out for yourself and start questioning the things that you've been told and the things that you've been kind of like led to believe. Number five, synchronicities. You may experience meaningful coincidences that you can sense are guiding you on a path that is meant for your greater good. Number six, an altered perception. You may experience a shift in how you perceive reality and the world around you. Number seven, greater intuition. So you may get a sense of enhanced intuition and a deep knowing to trust in yourself and your own inner wisdom. Number eight, a transcendence of ego. So reduce attachment to the ego and materialism. Things that used to be really important and meaningful to you may seem to become increasingly more irrelevant. You may not want the same things that you thought you did previously in life. 
Number nine, connection to nature. So you may feel more connected to the natural world. And number 10, seek for purpose. You may feel a strong desire to find out your life's purpose and meaning. Remember that spiritual awakening is a highly personal and individual experience and not everyone will go through the same signs or at the same pace or experience the same thing. It is really important to embrace your own unique journey and seek guidance or support if needed. So I've been finding myself really craving deeper connections with those who are like-minded and who want to have discussions around spirituality and what it means to them and what they've experienced. And I know that in order to do that, I need to get really vulnerable and be willing to speak about my own personal experiences and the things that are important to me, even if they are like a little bit outside the norm for the majority of people. So if you've been feeling this way too, I would love to hear from you. Please reach out to me via my socials or if you'd like to talk about your own spiritual awakening, I would love to have you as a guest on the podcast. Like that would be amazing. Or if you're interested in anything, you've got like a, a an area that you find fascinating or that you have great knowledge about, be it crystals, be it Reiki, be it holistic health, be it healing the body with natural remedies. That is something I'm I'm really, really into. Um, any any remit, mindset, law of attraction, all of it please reach out to me. Like I said, I'd love to have a conversation with you. I'd love to have you as a guest on the podcast. I really hope you've enjoyed today's topic. Just writing this blog initially and obviously then recording the podcast just come really easily to me. It's something I could talk about, honestly, 24-7. But thank you so much for taking the time to listen. As always, I really appreciate it. Sending you so much love and light. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Are you ready to transform your life? Introducing Mindset Makeover, your path to transformation. Are you ready to unlock your full potential and achieve your dreams? This workbook is your key to success. You're going to get an exclusive workbook. Dive into the world of mindset transformation with this comprehensive guide. You're going to get actionable steps, learn practical strategies to shift your mindset and overcome obstacles. You're going to get the five key elements that will literally transform your life. Don't wait. Click on the link in my show notes to grab your copy now for just £7. You're going to get absolutely insane value for just seven quid. I can't guarantee how long it will stay at this price. So grab your copy now and embark on this path to transformation today. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. I really appreciate and value your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share and leave a star rating. It would really mean so much to me and also help the pod to reach more people. If you want to get more content from me, pop along to my free Facebook community group, The Empowerment Project, where you can expect everything mindset, manifestation and personal development. The link is in the show notes.